with sound. <clears throat> mm, you know, you know how things start. Mm. <clears throat> All right, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to Watch with Sound. My name is Josh Landicho, and with me is Carmela Ocampo. And today we're doing a little quick take. For those who don't know what a quick take is, it's a little chiller episode for us, for me and Carmela to relax, hang out, talk about whatever you want to talk about and sort of catch up and just talk in general. Just have a little fun with it. So Carmela, <laughs> it's been four months since our last quick take, I believe. So, wild. you know, is this wild. Yeah, exactly. Is wild. this our biggest gap? I th- I don't know. I feel like we had bigger gaps, but this is pretty big already. Yeah. Like, I think four months is a lot. It's like um, almost half a year. Yeah. We're, yeah. We should have waited two more months, honestly, to just get that Oh, shit. Just get you're that right. Yeah. <laughs> just be like, you know what? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's definitely half a, half a year. Uh, but I guess, uh, what do you want to What do you want to tell the audience? What, what do, do I want to tell the audience? Us? What do you want to catch up on, you know? Wow. So I think in the last Quick Take episode... I survived COVID. You were starting. Were you starting photography? Yeah, I was. I think I was like actually starting film photography and having like a uh, kind of have fun with that. Okay. Yeah, that was four months ago. Yeah, I guess jumping off from those tent poles, I feel like I got my third booster like a month ago. I guess get boosted, everyone, because that holiday wave your, is coming. Your third tracking chip, you mean? They're tracking <laughs> oh you now. I hope you know that. It's cool. They know where I am now, so I won't get lost. Mm, yeah, I don't know if you wanna want the government to know <laughs> where you're at. Also, your own your own beliefs, I guess. So, you know, you do whatever you want. I didn't know you believed in five G. Oh yeah, <laughs> believe in it. Oh okay, we're gonna we're gonna well, move, we're it. moving away from this. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> anyways i got my last booster i'm feeling fine i'm feeling i feel like a little better about going out i'm still like kind of like it feels chiller outside also like like in terms of like people's attitudes uh i know yeah, i mean covid's over now covid's not even a thing anymore. yeah no one's wearing a mask it's com- over goodbye covid Comple- 2022 completely over doesn't exist Speaking of which, how did you feel like, I guess I'm jumping to Halloween Horror Nights. How, how did you feel during Halloween Horror Nights? With like the <laughs> what cra- a random jump. I, I'm <laughs> sorry. I was, I was just. I'm okay, fine. Well, after that, we'll like expand later. But as regards to the crowds, like looking at you and Shay, you guys are wearing masks. And I was like, huh, that's pretty smart. <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess. Uh. <laughs> I was comfortable, but also like. Well, when I saw you guys, that was kind of like a rake-up call to be like, oh, wait, that's true. There's, It's still spreading, so maybe I could, I could still get it. But I wasn't super-duper scared, nor was it a big concern for me. I, but also, I was like very aware of like people around me. at that. Yeah. When I looked at you guys, I looked around, I was like, oh, wow, there are a lot of people here. So, well, interesting. Interesting decision, Shane Carmella. <laughs> I was just shocked at the amount of people. I don't know why, but I've also, I'd also never been. But I was like, whoa, it feels like a concert every, like, five steps I take because it feels like congested but yeah I mean it was fine it wasn't like we were outside too so I didn't feel like super uncomfortable I was just like surprised at like how much how many people were there but anyways yeah like as far as that goes like I, I can't remember if like my company was like acquired 
like in the, within the last four months. I don't remember. Anyways, my company was acquired for the second time. Honestly, it's a joke. Like it's been like we were <laughs> we were acquired once the beginning of this year, and then we were acquired again this like second time, like in the middle of the summer, I think. And yeah, it's been like a really weird time in like my job right now because everyone's kind of like like uh, I don't know how to feel about like you know, this new acquisition and works a little slow and like no one's really like doing anything. Yeah, people are generally like kind of nervous about the acquisition, but it's just like bizarre that it, it's happening again. So it's like another adjustment period. It's not like yeah, super you said, exciting. You said like it's like not even affect you, right? Like there is an acquirement, but it hasn't like actually put into place yet or something yeah, like that? Yeah, like nothing's been like, Nothing's, like, happened, per se. Nothing's, like, oh, we're officially Accenture employees kind of thing. It's more so, like, oh, you we've been acquired. Change your email now and enter your password. And that's kind of it. We also visited the office, which was in the Arts District, where your new office is thanks, also located. Uh, thanks for hitting me up. That's fucked up. We could have had lunch I, yeah, I actually up. did hit you up, and then I, I took it back because I... <laughs> And I rescinded the invite. You're like, wait, never mind. I don't the intent, hang on that guy. The intent was there. <laughs> and that's what matters. We should also I okay, so I went to that restaurant. It was pretty good. So I think we should go there as wait, Oh, the restaurant you you told me about? What is yeah. it called? Yang Ban Society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. Like it was, out it of was 10. pretty it was pretty good. I, I have to pit it against like the value. I'd say it's like it was expensive. But it was not uncommon for LA, so I would give it a seven out of ten. Okay, okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. Seven's pretty good. I thought if you give it any lord, like, well, you hated the place, but <laughs> oh I God. guess seven sounds pretty. Good. How's the office though? Is it like bigger? Do you, are you even gonna use it if it like if you guys get or when the requirement I guess happens? I have no idea. I think we are because it's closer to a lot of people um, who live more like on that side of LA like Highland Park and like Silver Lake. Um, but it was, I think it used to be a WeWork. So it felt very much like a WeWork. So it had like mini like conference rooms. Like they're like very small. They're like five by five. And like they had like AstroTurf grass <laughs> as flooring. And it, I was, it was like the first thing I noticed. And I was like, this is so weird. But I think it's supposed to make you feel like you're outside or something like that. But... The rest of the office, you know, like, you know, do you, you know how WeWorks look like? It's like long tables or like um, long wooden like tables, like this big kitchen, free s snacks. There were chips. There was a cereal bar. There was cold brew on tap. There was like two refrigerators, catering, a ping pong table, a patio and a balcony with a view of downtown LA. It was like very like vibey in that way like startup vibey um, oh yeah i get that you know what i mean yeah it wasn't like lame or anything it was just like oh shit like this is what i'm like walking into kind of thing and it was like we work more like we play am i right Jeez, ping pong table <laughs> wow no one was using it that was a bizarre thing it was like it was like the the place was like furnished in this like very startup youthful way but like the people working inside of it was very like corporate. It was it was kind of uh, weird. It was kind of weird. You would assume that though, right? I feel like most of those things, like ping pong tables and like a cereal bar, like 
all sounds good on paper but in retrospect like everyone like has to work right like we're like i know there's a lot of videos that make fun of it but like people that work at google or some big major company were like i went to work today got uh, my free sa- cereal and then uh took the slide downstairs <laughs> like it's like like you want that to happen like in your own workspace but in retrospect like we can cannot work like google we actually have to like sit down on our desk and actually do stuff i feel like like yeah exactly and like those things feel very like very much like things that you know how when you rent an airbnb they're like oh we have like this thing this piece of furniture we have a ping pong table outside like it's like things to make it look more like appealing and lucrative and like you know like oh you'd want to work here because we have these fun things and these free things here but yeah like you said in reality you're like okay i'm gonna be working i'm not gonna be like playing in my downtime <laughs> yeah it's whatnot. almost like bait like they're, they're like reeling you in like oh we have a ping pong table at cereal bar look at this thing you know <laughs> you should work here you should come to this office oh wow oh wow but i mean it was it was totally fine overall like i i didn't i didn't have any, like any like hate toward it or anything like that i actually we actually ended up playing ping pong because we were like you know what we're gonna we're gonna use this table because we're here and I found out that was like my first time playing ping pong in a while. And I was like, I'm pretty good at ping pong. I think I'm <laughs> going to play ping pong now. I have, I literally have a ping pong table window open on Amazon. Oh, shit. Looking, Just to see how much it is and like uh, yeah. which, which one's the best I'm one. I'm like, should we get is it? Should, ex- is it expensive? How much sh- is it? Okay. So they're, they're ranging from like, the minimum seems to be $300. So I'm like okay i think that's probably where i'm gonna start because it's 300 dollars. that's the cheapest thing i'm like that's the cheapest one i can see that's a lot you could probably go on like offer or something i think offer would have yeah like or like facebook marketplace or something i know i don't need like where would you even put it where would you even put the ping pong put it outside oh outside i thought you'd put it like that open carpet area you have (laughs) no it's gonna replace our dining table (laughs) Mm, mm-hmm. yeah there you go smart that's smart that's sustainable living right there but you gotta like make sure you cover it and stuff that's the annoying part with like putting it outside yeah we're like i know we're deep into it we're looking for ones that come with the tarp with wheels <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you, you really are looking for one. that's crazy that's what i'm it's saying like, i looked it up but it's actually like looked up the tarp uh, i think i want a stigo table like those are the more professional I st- ones and- i actually started following the little tokyo um, table tennis team on <laughs> isn't it like a place right that's like a yeah place or something? it's like kind of cool i feel cool. like that's it's really popular too it's i like, feel like i see people go there and there's like a, a celebration recently there yeah i feel like it was really trendy it's, it's, it's like weird. kind of cool i feel like it's in that like weird underground realm of like not it's not a sport it is a sport i guess it's a sport but it's like Anyways, it's cool. The merch is pretty cool. I like want in. I'm like, oh, I want to play. Here. Like, <laughs> you want to be in the club? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've seen the merch too, and the merch is actually not that bad, which also is oh, again very surprising. I think so, cause like recently they had like this big party. I don't know what it was for, but like I don't know. A lot either. of people were there. A lot of people might like I follow her there, and they like did stuff, and they like showed the merch and stuff. So I think Does- I remember seeing it. Like actually seeing it, like it was pretty decent. There's probably a a what's it called a cross between like you know the skate the skate community and the table tennis community and like the middle of that venn diagram is little tokyo table tennis 
<laughs> it's not the like it's not the skaters I follow. It's just like I guess the other designers and other like artists and streetwear people that I follow that were like in the know for that kind of stuff. Oh, so really? Like, kind of surprised because it was the first time hearing about it when they had that celebration. Like I've never heard this place before. Um, but don't they like let you like rent stuff? You could actually like, play there, right? Like rent. Stuff yeah, yeah. I think you can play there. I think you can rent. Like I think it's like any other like spot. You know, like in round one, you can play tennis, table tennis. We played ping pong. I figured I was pretty decent, and I want one now. And I have a very short story of getting my car locked in the parking garage of my work, and Shay having Oof. to pick me Ouch. up from my coworker's house. And did Mar you Vista. wait? You, you left your car there? Did you leave your car there? Yeah, I had to. Oh had my god! I had to leave it overnight. I Uber. My coworker also left, or her car was also in the parking garage so we had to go back to her place we ubered back to her place and then had to ask shay to pick me up at like 10 p.m 10 11 p.m on a tuesday wow <laughs> rough pretty rough. rough see notify <laughs> your employees <laughs> tell them what's happening at the park okay <laughs> yeah wait let me tell you the most embarrassing and frustrating part okay so wednesday morning i come back to pick up my car at the office and i i'm downstairs by like the elevator and i have to call like the receptionist upstairs so that they can like take me to the office and i'm like oh i left my car here overnight and because like my car was locked in the garage and they were like oh you actually could have just like asked security to open the gate and i was like oh okay <laughs> like that's, thank you that's, that's good to know for next time huh to know. <laughs> yeah i was like okay thank you for that making me feel really dumb you know the gate was open the whole time you just had to you just had to push <laughs> and i'm like it's oh. a push not a pull i don't know if you knew that uh. <laughs> yeah i was like all right cool so i got my car back and then i had some rice balls in little tokyo i should have looked for the <laughs> ping pong place <laughs> where'd you go did you go to rice and nori oh my god i did it's so good oh yeah it was, easy. i knew it i was like it was my first time it's rice and nori. yeah rice and nori is really good it yeah. was it's like, so uh, good it was really good yeah oh, god, and like yeah. not overly like it is still kind of pricey but not overly priced it was re- LA it was re- it was reasonably priced it was not like la standards it was like what a normal forgot what they're called actually in japanese but yeah oh nigiri nigiri oh nigiri yeah it was amazing Um, i think we've yeah i feel like we've talked about like you being acquired before and i don't know if it's on a quick or not but we kind of talked about um if like kind of like the process with it like aren't you kind of like in a purgatory of like in between companies because it's not necessarily fully acquired yet so you don't really know what your future is yet and that's why it's kind of like slow and people are kind of like just kind of worried because when it actually happens they could maybe or may not lose their job right i okay so i I, from my understanding no one's like losing their jobs i think the only iffy thing is like compensation and like promotions i think people are like kind of nervous about like what that number is going to end up being or like what their position is going to end up being because i feel like I don't they I mean we've been told like no one's gonna be demoted or anything like that but I also feel like some people may potentially be moved around which I feel like is a form of like demotion if you're like I don't know I've I've heard lots of things um so yeah I'm kind of I think 
me and like all my other coworkers are playing like the wait and see kind of thing because we're not like losing anything like obviously like by just like waiting it out and seeing what happens like with the full acquisition and then i think we're just gonna decide from there honestly so we're gonna just chill in so it's kind of like nothing necessarily bad could happen like the worst thing is that you get moved around to another team but you're like your compensation won't change or will it change we've been told that it won't go lower like like it won't be like yeah lower than it is now but obviously everyone's hoping for like a bump because like right, yeah yeah especially people who have been with a company like their anniversaries are coming up kind of thing my anniversary pass um and yeah i think that's really it it's really really about like the benefits and the comp and like and what your position kind of looks like within like a team ah i see i see i see damn that's crazy i guess like since we're talking about uh jobs quote unquote um, <laughs> quote unquote <laughs> quote unquote, our yeah, occupation. Get, a, get a real job josh <laughs> um my office actually moved like you said near arts district uh actually in the arts district more in la compared to like monterey park which is where it originally was um which is pretty cool kind of cool kind of whatever at the same time because Right now we're working in this office, but it's also like construction. Construction is also happening in the office. Like the office yeah. isn't fully done. So whenever I'm working, like sometimes I hear like hammering, drill noises, saw noises, it's awful uh, people spray painting and shit like that. And like, uh, like it's just like the, super annoying, super all distracting. The fumes. Yeah, all the fumes. Like we have to wear masks inside. Like like it's COVID all over again. Oh um but like we used to we have to like wear masks inside and stuff like that and like there was one time where i i went into the office and i wasn't feeling super well already like i kind of was feeling hazy but i thought i could get over it at work but when i got to work they're like drilling hammering so it's like super loud noises and like all this dust everywhere i'm just like sitting there like feeling like crap just like oh my god oh god and like <laughs> trying to like work but obviously like i'm in this weird state of like not being okay so I, I had to leave early i had to leave and like i just had to like get out of there eat something and then like i fell asleep for like five hours and i felt great afterwards i was like oh i, like, I guess i just need some rest i, I needed some uh time away from the noise i guess but yeah it was just really rough in that matter but i i think it's it's just kind of cool to have a change of scenery especially like in a company that's a startup and and you aren't sure where exactly where that company stands as regards to like how the business is doing and plus, it's just cooler to be around things that I, like, I already I already like and I already know of. Like, I, I'm near Dover Street. I'm near, like, my favorite pizza place, Purgatory, and then Prince Street. And, like, I'm, like, five better, minutes from downtown. Better food around you. Yeah, Actually, better food. Monterey is pretty good, though. Yeah, Monterey's not bad. Like, Monterey, like, I have a lot more, like, variety. But L.A., it's, like, the spots that, like, I always go to anyway. So it's, like, kind yeah. of cool to be closer to it. Um, plus it's just like a lot more to see like going to downtown going to little Tokyo if I really want to I could go to Fairfax if I want to like waste some time go to Silver Lake if I wanted <laughs> um, everything's just like a little bit more closer as a part like compared to like Monterey Park and then, yeah that's about it it's just like it's just it's just kind of refreshing to be in a different office like it kind of like it kind of helps me in the position I'm in where like I'm I'm designing but also like I kind of am thinking about leaving or thinking about different opportunities 
but going there, it's kind of like okay, this is better. You know, it's <laughs> like it's, it's it's less of a bl- like less of a blow to like be there in Archbishop compared to like Monterey Park. Um, of course, like my job still has its faults and everything, and I'm still trying to think about like how I'm gonna like tackle actually leaving and tackle like my portfolio and stuff like that. Um, which I know Carol has been asking me about. <laughs> Carol, <laughs> but yeah, for, apart from that, like it's it's been cool. And looking at the old the old outline from our other quick take, the first thing I think I mentioned was like film photography, which I still am doing, but I've I've learned to slow down because mm. it's very expensive, really really mm. expensive when mm-hmm. you kind of are just playing with it. Mm-hmm. Yes, Joe Byron. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the economy. Yes, yes, yes. But I've been trying to chill with it. Like I'm trying to be more careful with what I take pictures of. Um, I need to be more excited about it because those uh, those costs, man, they they pile up. They just pile up and you're just like, wait a minute. <laughs> well, I'm paying a lot more now. So I'm just like trying to relax on that. And like I realized, too, as I started it, like I know what's a good shot, what's a bad shot. And I've experienced these times where like I did. I hated a role so much that I didn't want to post about it or whatever. So Dang. I don't want that to happen again. Right. So like it's just like me being more mindful of it. In which it also is being more mindful of my wallet and like it's it's more it's a lot easier for me to like be okay with taking good like shots I think are good than sort of those wild card shots are like oh it could look good but we'll see I'm more or less like this should be good because in my head in my eye that I'm looking at right now it looks really good so yeah just the process of that and go on sorry I have a question about that like do you do your shots like hold more like precious value because you're like oh shit like each each like role is gonna cost this much to develop i better make it count kind of thing i think now it does like back then i was like yeah i'll give like, i'll spend this much hell yeah but now like uh when i get it developed and i see it now i get mad when i have bad shots i'm like what the was like what was i thinking here what's like, like what is why did i took a picture of like the, the the floor or whatever it's just like why did i like waste what is it two dollars or whatever it could be on this one frame so now i'm like really stoked and i'm like yeah this is a good role like i like that i like that good 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 blah 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 do you I'm like more stoked on that and more like critical and like when i see bad shots no that totally makes sense and like do you ever use your like a digital camera to test the shot first and then take like a film photo that's what i've been thinking about doing like even like from my phone trying that and taking a picture but in my head like for me and especially like in my head i never think about it that critically i just shoot it and keep going and like i think that's also what it comes with like film photography right is just having that like spur of the moment shot that you want to take or that shot you planned out that you think is going to look good on film and then you take it like that's sort of why like I, I use my film camera more than my regular camera just because it's funner to to make compositions with the film camera and understand like what's going to be in the frame and how I want to frame it apart from just like taking my phone out and taking a picture. I think I, I always think about using that as like a better crutch and also just to like help me save more money with the frames that I'm taking pictures of. But I don't know as of now I'm having a lot more fun with just like spur of the moment shooting because a lot of the times too when i use my film camera there it's shots that like have to be in the moment like maybe someone's walking a certain way that i want to take i can't like take a picture with my phone and then like take my film camera and take you know yeah. it's like a long process in which like i'm not gonna get the right shot so, so like for those things i kind of just like just do it 
right away even though of course that's more expensive but it's a lot funner for me and a lot more creative in my mind to, to just sort of shoot it quickly before I, I lose that momentum i guess so i noticed like a lot of your shots are of like cityscapes or like buildings and like um you know really like in the streets do you think you'll ever like pivot to like purely like figures or like it looks like you're kind of more of like in an exploratory phase but would you ever do like a series where you focus on like a specific subject or anything like that it's funny that you said that because a lot of times when i do shoot things um i'm like damn i really want more people in it and like i want more of like people in my shots but at the same time i don't want it to be like hey i'm josh i'm gonna take a picture of you really quick keep doing what you're doing which other people do right which is respectful and everything like that but i kind of want it to be like spurs of these moments that like i capture really quickly if it goes away it goes away like i just if someone's doing something and i take a picture of them and it's really good that's tight i don't want to like I, I understand it's respectful to be like oh hey i'm gonna take a picture of you keep doing what you're doing but at the same time i want that sort of crowd aspect and spur of the moment shot to be there apart from me like having to like tell them that oh hey can you do this and you keep doing what you're doing and blah 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 i don't know i like i definitely want more pictures of people but that also runs the risk of them getting mad at me or be like what are you taking a picture of hey delete that i was like oh i can't like it's, it's <laughs> film man <laughs> so it's just it, like i really do want to take pictures of more people and and crowds and have it more of like a spur thing than a plan thing i definitely have thought about like doing actual an actual photo shoot with film with it being like a, a figure or some sort of like someone that's in front of in front of the camera and then like also thinking about how i could incorporate that with typical and stuff like that so apart from like just the landscapes the buildings and the architecture and stuff like that which i still love doing i do want it to be like also like where people are in it there's like life in the picture <laughs> apart from just these buildings but yeah that's i don't know like my head's always all around the place especially when like i want to take a picture of something i just do it really quickly i don't think about it i just do it so as a part there's like regards to like having people in it that's where I'm like in my head, like trying to like pinpoint where I should walk to and stop and take a picture and then have those people in it. But yeah, I think it's just more or less like the the planning of it and just like what looks right to me at the time as regards to figures. But yeah, that's sort of where I'm at with like the film photography stuff. That's really interesting. Yeah, you you want like the purity of the moment. So you don't want to be like, oh, I'm going to take your picture like let me take your picture you don't want it to feel like staged or anything like that yeah i don't and also i understand like i understand too that like is kind of a big invasion of privacy so like that's sort of like where i'm kind of struggling with that too because i don't want to like take this person's picture and then them get mad at me and then me have to explain what i'm doing and then they're like okay just kind of weirded out by it so like it's again another pick and choose moment where like do I want this person to look at me and be and just like walk away? Hopefully they ignore me and they don't get mad at me. But then like at the same time in the back of my head, like if I if someone was taking a picture of me, I'd be very like kind of uncomfortable with it. So I'm also having to deal with like uh, the moral standpoint of taking someone's picture without them knowing. That's really interesting. I feel like not a lot of people would consider that an invasion of privacy. I feel like today a lot of people feel like they're very entitled to like just you know taking a picture of anything because you can it's like so ephemeral at this point it's like 
so present in our lives, like the camera. Yeah, and like, you know, like we post stories on IG all the time and it's like, there's a ton of strangers in our like stories sometimes too, if you're just taking like a crowd shot, but, and we post it on the internet, but it's not permanent per se, but it's still being stored somewhere. It's being stored on like freaking Facebook or Meta's or whatever's like database, but we don't worry about it because we're like, oh, it's not really permanent. And you're not like- Yeah, it's like a- it's like an everyday thing at this point where like everyone has a camera, everyone has like something to record their daily life with. But yeah, like I've also noticed that like that sort of stuff where like, where people do kind of not seem uncomfortable, but they don't know what they're getting to take a picture of and it's like so close and like, it's kind of edgy cause it kind of looks like a paparazzi shot or something like that. I realize that's kind of really trendy right now and I kind of like hate it cause it's like, I don't know, man. Like <laughs> I feel like they wouldn't want you to show this part of them cause sometimes it's like embarrassing pictures of like strangers but a lot of those times they're like really popular they're really like trendy and i'm just like i don't know if i could like deal with that i don't know yeah i i mean i'm excited for you in this journey your like photography journey you're kind of like figuring out what type of like photographer you are and your like limits and like what you're okay with what you like want to do and stuff because yeah there's so much power that you hold when you have a camera especially film because it's like so permanent yeah, very interesting. I, I'm just fascinated by it because I personally am really bad at taking, like, photos and, like, creating, like, good compositions and, like, I just don't think I understand lighting, really. Like, it's really hard for me. <laughs> like, I don't know. Which like, I feel like you should take more pictures, too. I feel like you should practice. Like, that's why I started film so, like, brazenly because, like, I knew that I was going to be bad at first and then I'm going to refine myself afterwards. I feel like you should take more pictures. <laughs> No, maybe. Honestly, like this is very inspiring. I don't think I'll start with film first because of, you know, the cost, but Why not? Come on. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm going to buy a Leica. There's, there's even more on the line when you take pictures. You got to like actually figure it out. You got to like actually figure that's out a, what you want to take a picture of. That's a terrible place to start. Just put all all in, all my money in, all my chips in. Um, so you do it with ping pong. I'll tell you that much. You do that with ping pong. Ping pong is different. It's ping pong. <laughs> Speaking of white things, Carmela, <laughs> what? funny story, funny story yesterday, you kidnapped a white dog. How did that go? How did, how the dog napping go for you? Wait, can we just go back to, wait, are you suggesting ping pong is a white <laughs> thing to do? No, the ping pong balls are white, bro. Come oh, on. Oh, man. I, I gotta was, bring race. Why are you racist to it? Come on, come on. I, I, thought you were being, I thought you were being racist. I was like, oh, shoot. I did not kidnap a dog. I found a dog and brought it inside oh, my sure, home. Oh, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I know. I think that, I'm sure that's what kidnappers say. I found this kid. I did, I did take him. That is exactly the same. Totally. <laughs> Yeah, like Shay and I were pulling up onto our driveway and we were getting, as we were getting out of the car, we see this like tiny little puff ball just running towards us and and it's like this tiny little puppy. I thought it was a puppy. I can't tell because it, I couldn't tell if it was just a small dog or a, or a small puppy. Anyways, it was, in the end, it was a two-year-old Maltese. I don't know if you know what that looks like. You saw the pictures. Anyways, I saw the pictures, I saw the pictures. Anyways, it's this teeny little white puppy and it's so cute. And we look around and there's like no one around like the neighborhood. We're like, where did this dog come from? It's 
But we figured someone owned it because it was like super clean. It had obviously been groomed, but there was no collar. So basically we brought this dog into my room and like locked it in my room, you know, like gave it water. I had to like try and work the entire day with this like dog in my room. I've never owned a dog or a puppy or anything. So it was kind of chaotic. I had a meeting at 2 p.m. with a client and the whole day the dog was totally fine wasn't like barking was it was only like whining and during this meeting it starts screaming he started barking and like screaming i was like i'm i tell the client i'm so sorry there's a puppy in my room and then i excuse myself and i turn off my camera and mute my mic and i have to put the puppy in the walk-in closet to like drown out the barking and the noise and i feel so bad And so I come back, finish my meeting, and I let the puppy go, like, I release the puppy from the closet, and it, like, peed in a tiny little spot in the closet, and I was like, oh my god, it peed, it panic peed, and I felt really bad. So Shay comes back from work, and we go to the vet to see if the puppy is, like, chipped, or has a chip. It turns out it was, like, a bootleg chip from wherever it was international it just like wasn't in the in the u.s system of chips and so we go back home and we're like okay i guess we'll ask like the neighbors if this is their dog and so literally the first house we went to was across the street with the garage door open and we walk up and this lady comes out while we're walking out and she's like mochi oh my god and we're like oh okay like this is the owner So yeah, we were really lucky. Mochi didn't really look like she felt one way or the other or another being found. (laughs) Honestly, it was really funny. I was like, this dog does not. Damn it. Under her breath. Like, damn it. (laughs) She. Vacation over. I know. She wanted. She. First of all, she was like the family dog. She was like the only dog in that family. So she like was used to like a lot of attention. It was like this Asian family and they had like kids like little kids and like a mom and dad and like there was just a lot of people in the house it seemed like and like so I'm like oh there used to a lot of attention like this dog was like hyper social and like super hyper all the time and it was not her first runaway case she had run away before (laughs) and I'm like yo like you need to like I don't know you need to watch your dog like she belongs to the streets now she knows what it (laughs) She knows what it's like to be outside, and she wants to be free. So yeah, that's the story of how I had a puppy for about six hours. Now it's over. Six? I'm a little... That's where I'm confused. Okay, so like, she comes out, she's like, oh my god, Mochi, you're here, you're back home. But six hours, was she not looking for Mochi? Like, what was happening in those six hours? Like, did she ever say like, we've been looking everywhere for you? (laughs) She's like, oh, there you are. There you are, Mochi. Like, I'm wondering like how what she was thinking at the time of like the six hours she was gone did she mention to you at all like oh we've been looking for her we've been wondering where she has been or like anything like that (laughs) yeah they okay so she basically said like she was running errands like from like the morning from like nine to like three o'clock like she was out like she had like driven somewhere she had to like do all these errands pick up her son from school like x y and z and she didn't realize the dog was missing till like 3 p.m. And I was like, yeah. She didn't you're... realize until you brought it to her. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're mi- she was at your house? Oh, weird. Dude, yeah. I, like the dog had been missing since 10 a.m. I was like, 
oh shit like they didn't even notice this dog was gone but like she was coming out she had like papers in her hand they were ready to put up missing posters okay all right she She had like uh, she was getting ready she was like doing something actionable in that moment so she like literally did not realize till like the late afternoon and we were like oh shit yeah your your dog's really lucky it was just ran across the street (laughs) (laughs) damn Um, that's crazy like like i don't know like that's such a long time and then all of a sudden be like oh there you are like know, at least right? she was doing some sort of action and it's also like in my head as you're telling me that it's like kind of fucked up she didn't realize the dog was missing until i mean she like, was she out back she wasn't in the house i guess so oh, okay so like, she goes out dog dips that's what happened yeah that's what okay. she's yeah okay. and like she said she when she got back she like because I think they have, like, a ring camera. So she, like, check the cameras and she figure out from the cameras, like, what time the dog ran. Because she said she saw the dog run at, like, 9.30. And we were like, oh, like, okay. Like, I don't know what happened between 9.30 and 10.15 when we were in the driveway. But Mochi did some adventuring, eventually ran up to us. Because we were probably the only people outside that she saw. And she was like, people, I love people. So yeah, she 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 did her due diligence to as an owner. I was like, oh okay, like you're out, like you didn't know where your dog was. That dog was cute as hell too. I was like, maybe yeah. you should just keep it. I don't know. That Every, dog was freaking. Dude, cute. everybody was telling my coworkers because she was like on like the calls with me. They were all like, dude, just keep the dog. I was like, ah, but you know, I gotta do the right thing. You know, I gotta check. Like, I mean, imagine though, like literally across the street we would have seen the missing posters and we would have been like oh, I know. shit <laughs> you're walking her then you see the picture oh. <laughs> you see the poster run, run home like, I know. <laughs> run back give it a haircut dye the hair you're a totally different dog dye the hair I mean, okay but I, I guess I want to ask you this if like there was no owner and there was no like information about the dog would you have kept the dog <sighs> So Shane, I actually discussed this and we concluded we were not ready for a dog. We were like, nah, uh, I know. We were, <laughs> I know. She was so cute. I mean, we were like, she's so cute. Someone w- would adopt her right away. Like we w- had no doubt. Like <laughs> She would not be in the shelter for that long. Yeah. You guys would adopt her. Oh, there you go. Uh. Oh, <laughs> But oh, yeah, man, that's so funny. Like when you s- told me that, I was like, "What are you talking about?" And then you sent me a picture of a dog. I was like, "Okay, I've never seen that dog in my life, so maybe you you do have a dog predicament in your hands." I've never seen that dog. Uh, yeah, checks out. Never seen this dog in my life. <laughs> no, the thing that surprised me was that like I thought you were chilling outside, but the thing that surprised me is that you, when you took the picture, it was like on your couch. I was like, "Oh, this dog is in your house, and you're trying to figure out what to do with it." I thought it was like in the garage, just chilling, but oh, you nah. actually had it in your house. Where that's where I was like, "Oh, she really has a dog problem. She really is <laughs> wow. in the dog house with this one." That's I was you're, like, okay, "Okay, so okay. so if the dog was in the garage, you would have been like, oh, it's not that big of a deal.' <laughs> it's in the just garage. Just let it walk some more." <laughs> Let it walk down the street. Come on. Just let it go do its thing over there. You're like, oh, it's in your home. Come okay. on, dog. And I was like, come on, dogs are dogs. And then it's like, for it is in your home. Like, oh, okay. They're you, okay. You're actually trying to. <laughs> it's like, in the home. It's like staged. Just, I just photoshopped I the dog. Oh my god. You took the dog to take a picture of it, put it back. Like it was never lost. Terrible. <laughs> I kidnapped Mochi to make an excuse to not record. Yeah. <laughs> But I guess if we're talking about little little fun stories, this is actually kind of short, not that crazy, but I thought it was just insane because 
this has never happened to me before. Um, but since I moved to the Arch District, I Ooh. have been driving, not not a lot, but driving in the places I want to go to, Boba Guys, uh, Purgatory. I could walk there, actually, like Little Tokyo and stuff like that. So i just been walking, or not walking, I've been driving these places and just kind of like cruising a little bit, driving around. And as we know, LA is a very highly dense place. People, cars, things, you know, a lot of Ubers and Lyfts. So I was going to Boba Guy's and um i'm just driving and there's a spot where like there's a there's a stoplight and boba guys is on your left so if you want to park you essentially have to u-turn but there's no u-turn there uh, but i've been going there a decent amount where like i could just illegally u-turn that part and just find the parking spot which i've been doing for the most part every time i go there haven't been caught yet no one snitched on me um <laughs> but you know how like a lot of ubers and lives kind of do that too where they kind of not that they drive recklessly but they drive ways in that like gets them to the like the other quicker that pickup yeah like the other other side 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 quicker yeah 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 exactly that's sort of like what i did and like i like as i'm pulling up to vogue guys i see like this couple uh next to the entrance and this guy with like it seems like a lot of filming equipment and he's like talking on the phone so then like i do that u-turn i pull up really quickly and then i see the guy on the phone like kind of walk up to my car and i didn't think he was gonna go to my car but like i'm I'm like following him with my head, like just watching him <laughs> pass my, you know, my passenger side door and then stop. So once he stops, I lock the door because I'm like, this will try to get in. I'm not trying to let that happen. <laughs> I lock the door. Um, and then uh, I was going to get out and kind of be like, make a joke with him. Like, oh, I'm not an Uber, bro. Or like say something in that matter. But this dude, when I get out, I look behind me to see where he's at. This dude's like walking five feet already. This dude's like facing away from me still on the phone and i think it's because he knew that like he was embarrassed like he knew that like uh, i was gonna okay. say something or question him where like he like was trying to be like la di da di da he look at the trees like he was trying to like <laughs> play it like, off just yeah play it off and disregard me whatsoever not even lock eyes with me oh my god because i look at him i'm just like oh okay and then the, i also noticed that like after i locked the doors and like the guy kind of like steps back the couple looks over to him like he's looking at the couple like the couple's looking at him and like it seems like they also noticed that he tried to get in my car and I'm just like, okay. So yeah, he's, he was trying to, he was kind of being weird about it. But yeah, this dude just like walks away, keeps talking on the phone, like disregards me whatsoever. I'm like, Oh, that's, that's fascinating. I've never had a moment where someone thought I was an Uber or even like tried to get in my car. I have no Uber branding on my car, which is weird. <laughs> like I, 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 I feel know. like I would look at that first. I look at the or car, check the, the license car color. Plate. Yeah, exactly. Like that's why they put the license plates there for them to check first before they go up to the car. But I guess this guy was like just so busy with his life, you know, he's holding on that film equipment <laughs> and talking to whoever. I get it. You know, mistakes were made, but again, very weird to experience and very weird for this like guy to walk up to my car. But yeah, then, and also ignore he, you. <laughs> yeah, and also like pretend he didn't do anything wrong. Like he didn't just try to open my did door. He, did he like? <laughs> hold the door handle i think he did like one tug i locked the door but i didn't hear a tug but i saw him like reach for the handle yeah so i think once he heard that he might be like oh shit and then like kind of walk away but yeah it was just like really weird that's pretty funny funny, yeah well like i there's always stories of not an uber but like people getting in the wrong cars in like a parking lot because it's like a car that looks like yours or like you try to like open a car door that 
of a car that looks exactly like yours kind of thing. Like my sister's like literally sat inside of someone else's car before with a family inside and she's just like fully sitting. What? Did she think it was you and your family? She thought, yeah, she like hopped into the passenger seat, put on her seatbelt and like turned around and was just like, saw like a full like other family in the back seat and like another uh, i don't know if it was a mom or dad in the driver's seat but they were complete strangers and she like hopped right out (laughs) (laughs) carmela your friends are weird they look like a family i don't know (laughs) who do you hang out with i don't know i'm just like i i i understand how how that can happen but i'm also like how how do you the awareness like how do you not see like (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> that must be so shocking to be like in a car, and then like everyone just looking at you, and like, oh shit, <laughs> he's like really yeah. out. Oh man, that's so funny. Um, speaking of people we don't know, and what you mentioned earlier, we recently went to Halloween Horror Nights, where we are surrounded by people we don't know. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that was great. Okay, weird transition. I'll give it that weird transition. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Is that was your first time, right? Halloween Horror Nights. It was my first time. Was it your first time? <clears throat> was it my first time? Yes, it was. Um, and it was honestly okay. So takeaways were i didn't expect to be scared as often as i was i just didn't know it would happen so frequently in the scare zones i thought i'd have like more of a break and i didn't think they'd be like everywhere like literally everywhere second takeaway right what right when you entered like it was just like like (laughs) literally well i was like oh my god I, I regret being like, oh, like, I'm surprised they're not scaring us right away. And then it happened. <laughs> <laughs> Literally like, like, this place sucks. It's not even scary. And then wah, wah, like the chainsaw. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, actually, no, no. What happened was we got in. I was like, oh, I'm surprised we're not like being scared. Yeah, we're all the creepy people. And then I see the tall dude. I was like, look, it's the tall man. Look at him. He's so cool. And then wah, and then I, we got, yeah, we, I was very scared and shocked. And second takeaway, I realize I laugh as a self-defense mechanism right after I get scared. <laughs> so every, after every shock, I'm like, ha And then it's literally, that's literally it. It's just two ha-has. And then third takeaway, I don't know. I think my tolerance for lines has gone way down. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I just like... I can't even remember waiting, like, the last time I waited in the line that long. I was like, damn, I can't believe this was, like, this is, like, totally normal for, like, theme parks. I also haven't been in a theme park in a really long time, so definitely something I have to, like, mentally get used to. I'm like, okay, it's like a deal you have to make with yourself. You're like, okay, I'm going to spend this much money to get into this park, and I'm also going to spend this much time in, like, line so I can have this much fun. And you're like, okay, I need to be okay with this. So yeah, long lines, I didn't really like prepare myself for. I had no idea it'd be that long. But I mean, overall, it was it was really fun. Like I I would do it again. Like I love I, I think I got out of it like what I was what I wanted, which was like getting scared and like seeing like the really cool like sets and like the props and like the costumes and all that. I think I definitely wished after your review I got to experience the Halloween maze because I actually had like context for that but 
I I wish I had more context with the killer clowns because I feel like I would have really liked it if I had like more context. But other than that, it was just like, oh, scary clowns. <laughs> like, okay, um, this is cool still, but yeah, like it was it was still really fun. Biggest disappointment, which you will probably agree, was Jupiter's claim. I was Oof. like, dude, Oof. what the fuck? What's your um, What's your list? What do you like from the mazes we did, or you can remember like. What's your top favorite and then like list down if you can or what's your least favorite? Yeah, I I really like like, you know, the tram, the tram ride and like everything that came with it. Like, I think that's probably first just because I'm like, I, I thought it was a great thing to start off with too. Like as like a teaser, kind of like a refresher of like, oh yeah, this is what you'll experience tenfold with like the mazes. And I think it was a good place to start, especially for like a first timer. I mean, I'm going to put legends like second because that's the only thing i had context for because i'm like oh yeah i know the mummy i know dracula <laughs> like this is cool this is like it's pretty spooky for me because also like i have to give it to like you know the three-way scare that was pretty that was pretty scary i was just like bam 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 you're like what the <laughs> whoa um, where do i go oh my god <laughs> on the left on the right in front of you i mean i was genuinely pretty scared Killer clowns, I was pretty scared because A, I had no contacts. B, I was like, these are like fucking gigantic clowns. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> I, <laughs> and like, I, I love, I think my favorite thing about that maze was just the way things were lit. I don't know, the lighting for everything felt very like, it was like a spotlight. It felt like very, it was just lit so well. It felt very like appropriate for like, you know, the subject of, like, clowns. It felt like, you know, they're on stage kind of thing. And it was just, like, yeah. this single, like, spotlight from above kind of, like, just, like, highlighting things. And you couldn't see anything else. Everything else was black. It was, like, either lit or just black. Whereas the other mazes, you could see, like, a ton of detail with, like, the sets, especially, like, Legends. But, yeah, the Killer Clowns was, like, especially scary for that reason. You said you'd go again? Like, you actually had enough fun to, like actually go back to it yeah yeah i would i don't know yeah it's cool to see like i would definitely go back to like the mazes i didn't like get to see because like it is exhausting in one night i don't even think i could hit up like everything because a it's like exhausting b the lines are so long and each year i'm sure they have like new mazes too so that's like pretty exciting to look forward to but yeah I, I know your rating, but you can tell the people your your ranking, I mean, of the mazes and, yeah. like, your experience. I also go, yeah, yeah. I Like, for me, I've been kind of, like, enter like entertaining the idea of Halloween Horror Nights because now that we actually, like, love scary movies and horror stuff like that, I've been more accustomed to being scared. I think, like, if it was, like, maybe five or six years ago... I definitely would say no just because like yeah it's, same it's a it's an interesting concept like you're in this maze being scared like it's just like you're kind of trapped like, in this, on purpose yeah exactly yeah you're going there on purpose you're trapped in an environment where like people could scare you constantly um and like it it was just really weird and and like just for comparison too like i kind of had that moment after like on the tram where we walk around and like we have to go through those different people scaring you and stuff like that. Like I had a moment where like, I was like, fuck, I can't turn back. Like, <laughs> like, I'm, like I got kind of like scared to the point where like, I need to get out of here almost. Yeah. 
but I was able to control it because I'm like, okay, like I can get through this. Like I'm kind of overreacting in my head, but like I had a moment where I'm like, fuck, like I really have to go through all this. Like kind of getting like I totally shaky. felt that. Yeah, no, like I I totally felt that. Like in that the initial tram ride, I don't know where, but I was like, oh shit, is this really what it all is? Like, is this what it's all <laughs> yeah. about? I was like, oh Constantly shit. dodging people? Is this what it's at? Like, it has to be, like, I had a quick second of that, but I'm like, oh wait, I think I'm okay. Like, I think I could get through this. But I know, like, I had to like recalibrate my brain. I was like, oh shit, like, is this what yeah. it, like. Because you get dropped off, like, you have to walk the rest of the way, so. Like, in my head, I'm like, I can't go back. I can't, like, escape this. I actually have to, like, kind of get through it. And it was no, just, like, yeah. kind of scary at that moment. I want to ask you what your favorite part of the tram ride was. My favorite part? Um, whew, I, I liked Kudos a lot. I like that they, like, made a supplement story for him and then, like, had us experience him in real time. To be honest, I kind of did, even though it was short and kind of, like, disappointing at, in some way, I kind of did love jupiter's claim just because like when you're walking up to it like oh that's so sick like you see the horse and the the truck you see like the big inflatable and like i totally understand that like as a theme park business you kind of have to make the feats keep moving and like keep it like kind of like steady as regards like the amount of people that are in the that, that sort of attraction but like the reason why like for me it was disappointing i think for you too is that like we were kind of rushed out of there like we get into jupiter's claim and then there's like a ton of scary people, a ton of us people, a ton of like these weird like Jupiter claim employee people that were like kind of like running up to you and scaring you. And like that kind of almost forces you out of there. And also they had people to be like, oh, move along, move along and have those flashlights of like guiding you out. But even though like we we didn't have that much time and we were kind of rushed out there and some parts of that like certain attraction were like they had us people in a in like a, a nope exhibit or nope attraction was kind of like taking me out of this the simulation i yeah. guess you could say it was still kind of fun to just like look around even though we were kind of rushed uh me so me and sophia were kind of like slowing it down like and trying to take pictures where that was enough for us to like actually look at some things and we kind of enjoyed it a lot more that way um but of course like the like once we stopped to take pictures all like you're uh like a bait for these like fishes to bite on <laughs> where like once you stop all the workers look at you and like kind of try and come at you so like even though that was happening i was like trying to take this picture i was like i'm like trying to like move but <laughs> like, take this picture. i was like um <laughs> i gotta take this picture before this guy comes in front of me and scares me i still had a lot of fun with it even though like obviously i wish i had more time i wish there was like a little bit more detail with it i still had a lot of fun with it i saw a lot of fun with that maze in particular but for me, my favorite uh, has to be Killer Clowns, just because, like, I love the movie, and Sophia and Sophia's brother love the movie as well. And, like, the whole time, we weren't even really scared. We're just like, whoa, like, what? Well, it's, uh, it's Shorty. Or, like, we're kind of naming the clowns, like, it's that part or this part. Oh, like, it's popcorn. Whoa. And we're just kind of, like, more or less being stoked about seeing these creatures trying to scare us and actually being scared. So when they did pop out, we're like, whoa, <laughs> it's <up?"> you. <laughs> Yo. Uh, it was really funny, too, because Sophia's wearing a Killer Clown shirt and um, Shorty, who's like the most famous clown, I think, in the little group of clowns. When he came out, he blew a kiss to Sophia. Like, <laughs> I guess he saw like the shirt. That's and we're just like, what? We're like, whoa, yo. <laughs> we're like super stoked on it. And then second has to be halloween which you unfortunately missed out on 
Um, you can tell that story later if you want to. It's up to you. <laughs> um, but that one was really fun because uh, we we went through like a, two or three before actually going to the Halloween one. So we at that point we kind of get the formula. It's like you go through the maze. They block certain areas where they come out. There is a routine to it where like there's a certain sound you could hear where they pop out, and it becomes very like formulaic. Uh, there's actors there, but they're just there to scare you and this and that. But then with like the Halloween one going through it, it was like it felt almost like more of a story because it was That's kind of cool. going through the yeah, it's going through the movie. Like it was kind of going through certain aspects of the movie. And it was like kind of fun to see the translation of that in a maze along with like Michael just coming out of nowhere and like trying to kill you or like scare you. And those and in like with their actors, they're actually like acting out the movie so like we would see like dr loomis point the gun at michael like shoot him michael like fall back and he'd have some sort of dialogue um we had they had like a laurie strode like actress where she's like on the phone like trying to call she's like help help and like looking at us like help me and like that's so cool michael come out yeah it was like it was really interesting because like from all the ones we've been into that one actually had some sort of more of like a production value as regards to like actually telling the story actually like giving us an experience of the movie halloween and it was just, it was just a lot more fun and they had they had this part where like you walk into a room of mirrors no and they're like they're michael myers statues everywhere so you're just like on edge the whole time trying to no. figure out who's real who's fake like even when i did like figure out who was real I'd be scared by the one next to me. Like that's, <laughs> that was apart from the one I thought it was. Real. I was like, oh, f-. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> like that part was like actually scary because I did not want to like look anywhere. Yeah. Just in case I'd get scared. Yeah, that's scary. Um, that's pretty scary. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that no. one was like my second favorite. I think if the lines line were shorter for that one, um, for Halloween, I'd like it a lot more. Just because obviously, like your time is valuable in a sense. So like spending that time in that line like kind of decreased how I felt about the maze and stuff like that. Sorry, yeah. I just want to say that line was, like, the most uncomfortable, too. It was, it like, was, the longest and un- yes. most uncomfortable. It was one of the longest. It was in a parking garage, which makes it even more hot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with with small pockets of fans blowing. Um, and then, like, you have all the people, of course, just waiting in line with you and just, like, standing there. And on top of, uh, top of that, you've been walking all day, so you're standing in line doing nothing, so, like, your feet hurt even more. Yeah, it was just, like, a, a recipe for, like, disaster at that point of just, like, waiting there. And then the third, my third one is the the tram one, honestly, just because I, I still had fun with it. I still liked it. And then the Legends one, I put that there just because, like, I put it at the bottom because it was fun, but also, like, I didn't necessarily care about it as much. Like, oh, yeah, you're the wolf guy. You're Dracula, blah, blah, blah. It was – and also they had different killers, which I was confused about. I was – it was, like, some of them were, like, the mummy killers or something like that. So, like – I, I thought kinda, that, like, yeah. disconnected. But yeah, so, like, overall, like, I've been meaning to go Hollywood Hornets for a minute. Um, but overall, my experience was, like, I had a lot of fun, but there is a lot of payout to it, obviously. Like, you have to, like, recognize your energy you're going to put in, like, walking so much, walking to these far-out places and stuff like that. You have to consider, like, the, the money we spent. And then most of all, like, the crowds, like... I, I am down to go again, but there are some things that, like, I, I require for for me to, like, go again. Like, I think, like, I need to, like, make sure to pick the right day, maybe a weekday to have it shorter. I was thinking um, the same thing. I was like, yeah, I would go on a weekday, like, next time. I think that was the biggest problem for me was because we went to a sold-out date. Like, 
it was signs oh, that were sold out. So I'm like, fuck, that's why it's so popping. Like, that's why it's so crowded is because it's literally sold out. So if I do go again, hopefully like a date that's not as crowded. But for overall, it's just like a regular theme park in my eyes where like you wait these long lines, you get on this attraction, you go through it, you come out of it. And it's like, it's crazy too because it's, it's also so similar where like you wait two hours for like a five minute experience, Dude, yeah. which is like literally every amusement park at like this too um without sitting down like at least like disneyland you get to sit down on a ride yeah like that's like a big thing for me to where like i realize that like i'm walking around to walk some more and then hopefully be scared blah 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 and be like experience this certain experience and stuff like that like i i had a lot of fun and i would go again but i'm also realizing like kind of where the hype is and kind of where it actually stands because in my head it's it's mildly overhyped now that i've been to it like i feel like really yeah honestly like overhyped? it was kind of overhyped just because of like obviously just because of the lines just because of like the walking mm, and stuff like that okay i feel like that's where like it dismantles some of the fun where you're just constantly tired and walking but a lot of it is just waiting in lines like that's the thing like yeah that's I, like 90 you know, percent of like, your time exactly and that's like i could go to disneyland to do that you know i could do, go to somewhere else and do that and like comparatively like i get that this is like a holiday thing and i do appreciate the fact that like it's just all horror based which is really fun but yeah mildly overhyped i still would go again obviously but i wouldn't do it every year yeah maybe like not if it is next if i go again next year has to be on a weekday like there's no ifs ands or buts like i want (laughs) to go on a like less busy day for sure Wait, okay, hold on. I totally forgot this part, but I actually really liked what they did in the Harry Potter area. It was pretty fucking cool. I was like, holy shit, like, they have Death Eaters with, like, the Death Eater masks, like, running around and, like, creeping people out, and, like, the fog coming in, and, like, you know, you see, like, the figures, like, appear in and out. They have, like, Diagon Alley being like just literally covered in fog like you're too afraid to step in uh, Shay was like do you want to go there I was like fuck no like hell no I don't want to go in there <laughs> like, but have you been to the Harry Potter land or that area before I have I have been there like when it's like normal but it was super cool to see it like spooky you know and it was like very much like in line with like you know the tone of like those later movies where the Death Eaters took over like Hogwarts so I f- it was very immersive to me with the music with like the actors and everything and the vibe and I was so I was very impressed with that yeah 100% like I was when you walked in there I was walking kind of fast but also like kind of slow <laughs> to look at everything but I was also aware of like the death leaders trying to scare everybody but the environment in that was really sick because like you, like you said Diagonelli's like Diagonelli is like uh, foggy <laughs> and like it's kind of scary and like it, it really does give the the vibe of the later movies it was really cool and seeing like the green glows of them like teleporting there and like yeah just the whole vibe like i'm glad that they did something in harry potter land to like Same. to match the rest of universal and howling horror nights that was really fun but yeah i don't know every year maybe not if it is every year gotta go like gotta be know, worth it gotta be worth it it gotta be like a less busy day ticket price like i'm gonna have to bite the bullet if i stay there for a short time but I don't know. Overall experience was really fun. I had a lot of fun. Like, I'm glad I actually went to one. And the mazes I went to were really cool. Um, but the, ex- the exertion of energy was, like, my main problem of that. And, like, the whole worth my time of waiting in line and stuff like that was kind of where I stand with that. But, yeah. Um, and so for every quick take, 
we have a little question from we're not really strangers card game where we just kind of ask it answer it and close out the quick take but carmela do you want to do you want to tell us all what the question is for this quick take episode the question is what's been keeping you sane lately oh interesting question What's been keeping you sane lately? Nothing, because I'm insane. I'm <laughs> 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 just kidding. No, bad, bad one, bad one. <laughs> I don't know. That's a, that's actually a good question in all seriousness. Um, obviously, like, I think as we get older, times get harder as regards to, like, what we do with our lives. Whew, the appreciate. current state of... <laughs> We do keep going. <laughs> the current state of the economy, inflation, oh shit, our f- careers, yep. quote unquote, mm-hmm. what we want to do with our future, mm-hmm. um, and it's just hard on all of our mentals. It's and just I think, hard. Um, <laughs> it's super hard, and on on our mentals, and just like trying to navigate on, through life without like thinking about our impending doom or impending failures. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think for me, like what's been keeping me sane is just like anything honestly anything but work at this point like, <laughs> oh damn once i get because once i get off work like i do so many things that like are really fun that i enjoy a lot like i hang out with you i hang out with sophia i hang out with like all my other friends if i'm not doing that i'm watching a movie with sophia i'm watching like things that i like if not if i'm not doing that i'm creating things that i like i actually am proud of creating things that like i want to push out to the world if I'm not doing that, I'm playing video games like <laughs> what's not to love about video games it's like the best decompressor ever I'm back on the Valorant horse. I'm playing Saints Row, which I think is funny. Uh-huh. People talk shit about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah, I just think I think everything about like outside of that is what's keeping me sane. Outside, honestly, outside of working and also thinking about my career in like the sum of things, like keep thinking about my future and things stuff like that. Like not huh. thinking about it is what's keeping me sane. Like just oh, just focusing on the time now. Yeah, just focus on the time now not worrying about like where i may live or may not live in the next couple of years whatever how los angeles may be inhabit in inhabitable in 10 years because of global warming it's a different episode but yeah the free time and the things i do outside of work is kind of what's keeping me sane and just you know not overthinking not thinking too much and not worrying so much um just focusing on now for the most part and then once i have to get over that hump later obviously i will um but if i continuously thinking about it and try and figure it out that's where i'll be insane and um that's not the question of being insane but yeah that's sort of what's keeping me grounded and insane for now hopefully it lasts as long as it can because oh we don't know, we don't know done. <laughs> but i guess for you carmela what's been keeping you sane lately in the crowd of class wow great answer josh i feel like a lot of people are feeling that way, to be honest, right now. I feel like, I don't know if Mercury's still in retrograde, but I'm feeling like kind of a, an energy, there's an energy in the air that's a little a little chaotic and like a little negative, I feel. No wasn't one's, everything in retrograde? Like, wasn't there like multiple planets on retrograde at one point? Oh shit, like, I mean, it makes sense, honestly. It feels, it kind of feels like it, but I mean... I think I feel similarly to you, like my career at this point feels, I think with the acquisition and everything, it, it very much feels like it's been put on pause kind of thing until like something happens. 
and it's not necessarily feeling like insanely fulfilling at this moment um so like turning like to outside hobbies outside like you know the working day i think tv has really helped you know escaping into a different reality video games for sure i've started reading again so that's awesome i'm reading this book by like a video like a youtube like video essayist i follow they like published a book and i'm like this is actually really good like i'm so glad is like, it the guy that you watch that's like five hours long each video where it's like no no not the, that guy. the mistakes of iCarly or whatever <laughs> like that, that guy. i would read a book um by him but no not that guy I uh, shit. I forgot his, his YouTube channel is the Nerd Writer. I don't know if you've is like. Is it heard by the, the Try Guys? If you've heard of them, you know, the drama. Uh, following Twitter drama has definitely kept me sane. Um, just knowing, you know, there's like way bigger problems outside <laughs> in the world. Like I'm like, oh shoot, just like reading all this drama. To know so, that people are having worse times than us is what keeps you Totally, <laughs> totally. It relaxes me. I'm like, wow, just scrolling through all the drama. I'm like, damn, absorbing it all, staying out of it. I'm like, wow, incredible. To know that rich people have problems too outside of their <laughs> financial situation. <laughs> rich people cheat on their wives too. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, wow, <laughs> crazy. Yeah, like I think, I guess those are, like, the, really the main three things. I haven't been, like... I don't have any, like, future travel plans. I think those things, like, usually keep me... Or, like, help me get excited for, like... Or look forward to, like, the next month or two. Um, my sister's getting married in a couple weeks. I'm a little stressed out. I gotta write my speech. There's... It's, like, a mild... Kind of a mild stressor, but it's okay. Um, so that's pretty exciting. So there's, like... I, I love that the weather is getting, like, cooler, you know, like, every day I wake up and it's a little cold and I feel that little chill in the air. I'm like, oh, okay, this is great. The holidays are coming. I love the holidays. It's spooky season. I am re-watching The Haunting of Hill House because, fuck it, it's amazing still. Yeah, so I think I'm just, I'm also indulging in, like, outside, outside of the job interests and, like, really enjoying the moment kind of thing. Whew, good to hear. Good to hear you're also not going insane by thinking about the future. <laughs> um, but with that, this has been our quick take episode. Thank you all for listening. And everyone out there, I hope you're keeping sane. I know we are in hard times. We're always in hard times, honestly. I don't know when there's an easy time. There's never an easy time, but whatever. I know Oof, we're in times where depressing. it's harder for most. <laughs> where it's harder for most, and I hope you're all keeping sane, taking care of yourself, taking care of your mental health. Don't be afraid to waste some time on yourself. Waste some time doing nothing or just doing your hobby, whatever. Keep yourself sane. This world is crazy. You need to stay sane in this crazy world. <laughs> but yeah, I hope you guys are all doing well. I um, hope you guys are keeping sane for that matter. But this has been our Quick Take episode. My name is Josh Andicho, and you can follow me on Instagram at the Space Wolf. And I'm Carmela, and you can follow me at Cat Malau. And you can follow Watch With Sound on Instagram at Watch With Sound, along with listening to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, and Anchor. And if any of those apps have the option to like, comment, subscribe, retweet, repost, especially on social media platforms, all those things will help us a lot. And for the people that do that already, we appreciate you and thank you. We also have a program on Anchor called Listener Supporter, which lets you subscribe at any darn amount. Only if you're able to, of course, that would help us a lot as well. But with that... 
Thank you all for listening, everybody. And keep on watching for yourself. This world's going down here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've lost it. <laughs> I'm going insane. You've you know? gone insane. insane. I've gone insane. <laughs>